You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. All right, guys. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Couch Talks on Uni Therapy. My name is Kat, and if you haven't already figured it out, I have kind of lost my voice. I'm getting it back. It's, I'm on the mend. I had strep throat, and um, I guess that's what happens when you have strep throat. You lose your voice. I'd never had it before, and I do not wish that on anybody, but... I'm on the mend, guys. I'm on the mend. My voice is slowly but surely coming back, and hopefully it holds up long enough for this episode because I am excited to talk about the question that I'm going to answer today. If you're new to the podcast, if you're new to Couch Talks, Couch Talks is the Wednesday bonus episode where I answer questions that you guys send in to Catherine at youneedtherapypodcast.com, and you send those there, and then hopefully one day I get to your question, and we like to remind you that even though there's a therapist answering your question, this isn't therapy, but it might help get you to a therapist. So I picked this question, one, because it was so good, and obviously at some point I was going to answer it, but it also kind of tails off of the episode from Monday with Kaiza that we did called Health is Not a Look, It's a Feeling. So she was amazing. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. She's somebody that I was like really, really, really eyeing to get on the podcast. And we did. And the conversation exceeded my expectations. She's awesome. So this question kind of tails out of that because it's talking about fitness and diet culture and stuff like that. So we're going to just dive into it. Today, we're only doing one question because one my voice can only handle one question. And two, I wanted to take a longer time answering this question because it is one that I have some passion behind. So let's get into it. Here it is. 
Hey, Kat, my question for you today is my friend and her family, who I know very well, are doing a weight loss challenge where they are betting a large amount of money for whoever loses body weight the fastest. This all just started and my friend is back on board with using tracking apps, exercising, weighing food, and all the diet culture things. In my health and recovery journey, I'm trying to eat what I need, exercise in a way that is not torturous, in parentheses, enjoyable movement, and trying to work against diet culture. I work with a dietitian and I feel like this competition is something that I can easily be bothered by. How can I fight against or educate all my friends and family on how I'm trying to stay away from diet culture or that I'm not eating or moving the way I used to? Julie from Chicago. I really love that you said Julie from Chicago because I think that comes from Amy's podcast because she does a episode on four things with Amy Brown where she reads emails from listeners and sometimes their questions and she asks for people to say where they're from and that's nice because I guess I never know where people are writing from. So Julie from Chicago, hey there and thanks for telling me where, where you're from. Now let's go into the question. So This is tough. It's very tough. And even if you are not participating in this type of challenge, it can still be triggering to be around it and hear about it all the time because a lot of times these challenges become everything that these people talk about and do. Now, I'm wondering if they have tried to get you on board with the challenge or if you are looking just for ways to tell them that you need some boundaries around the talk about the competition. So we'll get more into that. But up top, I wanted to say that this is something that I um, despise, for lack of a better word, despise. And something that I would have been also so down for years ago. I'm not anymore, clearly. But I actually just recently deactivated a gym membership because they announced a challenge that was kind of similar. They were offering cash prizes for the people who entered the challenge, who at the end of the challenge had the most body fat percentage loss over whatever period of time it is. And that just blew my mind, blows my mind that that is a thing that people are offering in a guise of of health and wellness, because that's not what health and wellness is. So before we get into your question, let's talk about why these fitness challenges, whether they're in gyms or in groups of friends or families are problematic. So one, this sends the message that health and fitness are a look and a weight and a size, and they are not. And like Kaisa said in this week on the episode on Monday, health is a feeling. Health and being fit are allowed to be relative things to individuals based on their own makeup and their journey. And it puts individuals against each other rather than rooting with each other for each personal individual goal that someone is is reaching. So when we do these challenges, it says, this is what health is. Health is losing this weight or health is having the most weight loss or whatever the challenge is, or health is only eating these foods or health is re- restricting this. When it's taking away the individualism of people and it takes away what health actually really is. And it's a feeling and it's something that's created on, on balance and paying attention to your body and your needs despite the person next to you because you have different makeups completely. So the other thing is this is can be so defeating and really unmotivating to go to a gym especially if you are already self-conscious and then you are pegged against the person next to you who, like I said, has a completely different maybe fitness background, let alone body type and and health and different health problems or concerns. It takes your goals away and it puts them at the group and makes the entire community's goals the same. And it is just so bizarre. So, so bizarre. The other thing too is when it comes to competitions, people will go really far to win. 
right? Like that's the point of a competition is to win. Like, and people are that join these competitions probably are competitive. It becomes about winning and it becomes less about health. I think it was last year, maybe it was at the end of the pandemic. I don't know we're in the pandemic again, but at some point in the last year, there's a cycling studio in Nashville that did a competition for people who could ride the most miles on the bike in a period of time. And let's just be very real for a second. Their goal was not to help get you moving in a healthy way and optimize your health journey. Their goal was to get more people on their bikes and make more money, period. Like that was their goal. There were riders that were taking four classes in one day so they could ride the most miles. And then regardless, this will make sense to some people, but if you're focused on riding the most miles in an indoor cycling class, you're not actually taking the class because you're just trying to pedal as fast as you can the whole time. And that's not taking the class. So it defeats every purpose there is. And that I think is really upsetting. And that's what we also have to remember, not when these competitions are within families, but when they're at gyms, you have to be very mindful. Are these competitions really to help me and to help my goals and to help motivate me? Or are these competitions created to make these people money? And then they're putting this mask of trying to help you on there. That's so inauthentic and it's gross. I really don't like it. And four classes a day, that's terrifying. I would hope that there would be a limit at any gym on how many classes somebody could take in a day. And generally in our world today, fitness competitions are at the benefit of the studio, not the client. Hey guys, Kat here. And I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you Unique Therapy after you check out. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I actually had to email 
well, I won't name the gym, but I had a client a couple years ago who was going to a pretty popular gym across the country. And she came to me with an eating disorder and she was going to this gym, which is fine. But then she was telling me about this competition she was doing. Basically, the gym gave her a meal plan and a workout schedule. She had to work out a certain amount of times a week. And then they gave her a goal for how much weight she was supposed to lose. And it was six weeks. And if she lost the weight at the end of the six weeks, then she got her money back for the competition. And if she didn't lose that weight, they kept it. Well, (laughs) despite anything else, the goal was completely unrealistic. It was an amount of weight that no person should be losing in six weeks. So she's already set up to fail. But then the problem behind that is there's no screening for if this person has an eating disorder or disordered exercise relationship. There's none of that. And the meal plan is not something that is created by a, a dietitian. It's something that's just created by, I don't, somebody who calls himself a nutritionist, I guess, at their at their gym, who does not know this person's background. It was a very restrictive meal plan. And it was terrifying to me because she was expected to do this hardcore exercise on a restricted diet, which was a problem itself. And then they also didn't know that she was probably binging and purging in the background. And she could have had a heart attack in those workouts. She could have had a lot of things. Needless to say, I sent them an email and she immediately got her money back and she was released of the competition with no problems once I sent my kind, very distraught email to them. Like I said, these competitions aren't taking into account a lot of things and also most of them do not have qualified people running them. No one should be giving you a meal plan, especially a weight loss promoting one that will be combined with heavy exercise without being a registered dietitian. That is negligent and it is dangerous. And also eating disorders, disordered eating, and exercise addictions are all over the place inside of fitness studios. I've never seen screenings for these when these programs are offered. And that is probably because the people offering them are not educated in these areas. And if we are going to offer these kinds of things, which I don't think we should offer, we at least need to be educated in what the possible implications of them might be. So those are just some of the reasons why these are not really helpful things and they're scary things. And I think I'm talking a lot about gyms and I know these things happen in friend groups and families too. And that's what this question is about. This also is a problem in friend groups and families. Basically take the the money aspect out, the, the making money aspect out of a studio. This also becomes the competition part of what we will do whatever it takes to win. And then it becomes about winning a, a competition rather than actually working towards health. And everybody's health is different. That's what we have got to realize. Health is different for everybody. Health is not a look. I cannot look at somebody and say that person's healthy, that person's not. I can't do it. I cannot do it because I do not know what actually is going on inside of that person's body, what's going on inside of that person's mind, let alone if we could just look at somebody and know if they were healthy or not, then we wouldn't actually need things like physicals and stuff like that when we're at the doctor. We wouldn't have to do all that. Health is not a look, and that is something that diet culture is really trying hard to not let us believe, but I want you guys to know that diet culture feeds off of us thinking that they're helping us become healthy, when in reality, the diet culture, all the things that are wrapped up in that are actually manipulating us to help them make money. They're not really for us. They're not. It's sad, but that's the truth there. So let's get to your actual question. So you said, how can I fight against or educate all friends and family on how I'm trying to stay away from diet culture or that I'm not eating or moving the way I used to? I really like this question because it is about you and not them. 
I like the way you phrased it. I, I would focus more on how you can help your friends understand you better rather than change their minds. And that really does sound like what you're trying to do and where your head's at. The reality is we can't force anyone to change their behavior or lifestyle or beliefs. But what we can do is educate them on ours so they can better support us. So when somebody's telling us about their fitness challenge, instead of being like, oh my gosh, that's so bad, blah, 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 blah. And like, you know, going, getting really passionate and shaming them and all that. Not that you're doing this. You can say something like, oh, wow, that would have been something I would have jumped at in my past. Luckily, I have learned a lot and what is a healthy relationship with food and movement and my body and what that looks like for me. And those kinds of things aren't appealing to me anymore and they don't fit in that. If you're interested, I'm totally open to talking about it more with you. So what you're saying there is like, oh, wow, like that's something I would have totally done. I get why that would be appealing to you. I've done a lot of soul searching and I've learned a lot of new things that have changed that appeal and why that and the fact that that wouldn't be something I'm interested in. If you want to know more, I'd be happy to tell you. So you're also like testing the waters there, right? So you're saying, are they open to even hearing? Because if people aren't open to hearing this, they're going to come at you very defensively and they're going to be coming at you ready to defend diet culture and whatever program they're doing. And that's never really a fruitful conversation. I think it's really helpful to talk about how this outlook has helped you and, and what wasn't working before if they are open to hearing about it. And what I've learned about all of this stuff through a lot of my work with clients and just doing the podcast is things that may seem second nature to you in your recovery process are not to the general public. And this is because, like I said, the health and wellness industry is actually a very, very unhealthy industry. So things that are really not good for us are postured as the picture of health. That's very confusing for somebody who has just been clued into that for so long, which it's easy to be clued into that. Diet culture is something that is sold to us in a way that promises to help us but in reality, it is trying to make the industry money. It's confusing, it's frustrating, it's manipulative, it's all the things. But when we are sitting with people who are engulfed in diet culture, we have to remember that. It's almost as if people get brainwashed into it because they're like, no, this product is great. It has this thing in it. This this program is great. It's going to do this. This person created this program. They're such a good person. I'm like, no, this person created this program to make money. Like, <laughs> But, and yes, I think that we can't just demonize anything or anybody who is making money uh, because in reality, I make money off of helping people. But you really have to be careful when it comes to the diet culture stuff and the gym stuff. And gyms are businesses and they need to make money for sure. There's nothing wrong with that. I pay money to gyms. I pay money to trainers. I pay that, but it's the what are you paying for and what are they promising you and how are they promising it to you and how are they supporting you and how are they encouraging you? You have to be pretty mindful of that stuff. And I also feel like it's very necessary for me to add that some people just won't ever get this. Even if you do talk to them and you do explain to them and, and you ask for support and all of that, they just won't get it. They'll still want to argue with you and they won't want to respect your boundaries and they'll have a really tough time. That really speaks a lot about where they're at in their journey, not about you. That is when you have to create some boundaries for yourself. Limit the time you spend with people. Limit the kind of time you spend with people. Maybe you don't work out with that person. Maybe you don't cook with that person. Maybe you don't go out to eat with that person. That Your boundaries could be anything. And I mean, even my mind still is blown all the time by some of the things that people in my life still say to me, regardless of them knowing my story. 
So deep breaths and boundaries are something you might want to take with you into these conversations and into these relationships. I'm super grateful for this question. And I'm super grateful for your desire to educate, use the word educate your friends and family on, on how you're trying to stay away from this. And hopefully this is helpful to you. And I think that you're already on the right track by noticing that this is something that is possibly super triggering to you, even though you have things set up in your life to help you. So good luck out there and go into it with some grace for your friends because at one point you were in that spot and grace for yourself because um, you're not going to do this perfectly and hopefully you can find a way to maintain the relationships you have with these people and also feel supported. So this wraps up this episode of Couch Talks. Like I said, we're just going to do one question today because I wanted to, you know, say all the things I need to say about that and my voice can't handle much more. So I'm going to go drink some tea with some honey and I'm going to drink some water with that as well and hydrate. And I will be back next Monday with a full episode for you guys. If you don't follow me, go ahead and do that at cat.defada and at Podcast. And if you haven't and you have 30 seconds to spare, I would love if you could rate, follow, and comment on this podcast and help kind of get the word out there about what we're doing and what we're talking about. Love you guys. I'm going to go have the day I need to have, which is one with lots of tea. You guys go have the day you need to have, and I will talk to you on Monday. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.